Hello, and welcome to another fun foot episode of Career Retrospectives, right here on the Superview Show. I am joined by my two incredible great friends, Kyle and Mike. What's going on, guys? Hey, I almost fractured myself off mute. Oh, wow. <laughs> we're doing great. We're, we're off to a terrible start great already. Start. Great start. Yeah, we're doing so It's only May 30th. We're almost done with May. Whatever. Um, no, but as the title of this video slash podcast suggests, we're going to be talking about Def Leppard's uh, latest release called Drastic Symphonies. I need to catch my breath after that. I don't know why I do. That's okay. Um, yeah, anyways, man, you almost drastically passed out there. I practically did. <laughs> it, would, it would have been terrible. Um, since uh, Kyle, this was like, it wasn't your pick, but this was like your idea, right? Do you want to go first? Sure. Sure. So Def Leppard last year, actually almost exactly a year ago, we talked about them in their last release, which uh, I think we're all in agreement was not good. Seems like the <laughs> rest of the fandom kind of disagrees with us on that from what I've seen. Uh, but I will still stand by that, that that release was honestly, in my opinion, by far their worst release. So coming off the heels of that, we kind of only have up to go from from there. I mean, this wasn't really, it's not a new album per se. It's all just reimagined songs from their catalog. I will say before we get into track lists that I was a little bit disappointed with a lot of the song selection on here. Uh, I feel like there was many big hits completely omitted from this in favor of some, I don't want to say not so good songs, but definitely some of those and just some questionable choices. Uh, like, I mean, for example, pyromania incredibly underrepresented album here only one track from there um missing major hits like photograph armageddon it rock of ages rocket there's so many huge hits that could have worked so well on this that were just completely emitted and where i feel like it could have gone a little bit better for me just a little spoiler is they went kind of the route i didn't want them to go on this in that they kind of played it safe mm. where they took all the slower songs and like the ballads that would you know generally more likely to work with an orchestra and like symphonic arrangements and went that way with it where i was kind of hoping they were going to go like the metallica snm way where you're like merging two genres mm. together but we really didn't get that and then in the places where we could have gotten that they kind of took it the other way, which I'll get into when we talk about track lists. But I mean, for me, spoiler alert for the ratings, it's a step in the right direction. Even though it's not a new studio album, I will say I enjoyed this more than their last release. Fair enough. Fair enough. And Mike, what do you got? Well, you know, just to, you know, kind of give a background, I, you know, like I've always been like a know the hits kind of guy for Def Leppard, even, even, like no hits i've never been super like a well acquainted with them they've just been kind of like songs that i i vaguely knew and uh never was like a huge fan of uh of their music so like coming into this i definitely um had to go back and listen to a lot of the songs to kind of see um how the you know orchestra kind of fit in with it um, if it really brought something that the original hadn't, um, had, like, you know, wasn't being enhanced or um, kind of uh, had any brought anything new to the table. And I kind of like what Kyle said, like, 
at times I was kind of like hoping more for some um, driving percussion alongside the orchestra. A lot of ways we get these songs without any drumming in our orchestra at all, which kind of um, left me feeling kind of like uh, by the end of it, like um, I was missing something. Uh, and I kind of like, like going back to what Kyle said, like, you know, there's a bunch of songs that I recognize from them that I didn't hear here. And then we get like two new songs or I don't know if it was two or three off of the new album. Um, I believe it was here, two. Which was it two? It was, two, yeah, it was, was like, two. It was Angels was, Can't Help You Here and Goodbye for Good This Time. Yeah. Right. And which, which I feel like did nothing for this um um, album which was interesting that like um it feels like um i'd like to hear a part two with you know it'd been cool if they did two if they did like uh like lullaby symphony and like uh aggressive symphony like albums like red and you know what i mean like two uh like kyle said like uh, like hiss on know? their uh, on their symphony album exactly i would have loved to hear like the the more calm calming peaceful uh, orchestra and then more like beat you in the head like you know like yeah here's the rocking orchestra um mm -hmm. side by side albums but instead they kind of mashed it together um and um you know it had some ups and downs but i i you know i'm a sucker for orchestra so um this definitely was in my wheelhouse um it's just you know uh choices i wish they would have um you know lady strange i would have liked to hear that would have been a cool orchestra alongside that one but um missing some songs yeah for sure but yeah i'll get more into it when we talk about it yeah and i'm pretty much i mean i'm i'm like 92 percent in the same boat as you guys um i big Def leopard fan always have been since the since first knowing about who they are and who they were and whatnot um, and I, I, to Kyle's point, I do agree with him. Like some of the, some of the song choices were uh, questionable. Like, like, why would you leave off like, you know, stuff of Pyromania or, or tracks like Armageddon it. I totally agree with you on that. That was a questionable choice. And I, and I do agree to Kyle's point as well, that this could have been a quote unquote Metallica SNM type of symphony, you know, metal slash hair metal rock album. Uh, where the two do combine, but we really, uh, I don't want to give too much away, but we didn't really get that per se uh, necessarily, but it's, um, I, I do agree though, to your point there. Uh, and also, actually, I, 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 truthfully, I agree to uh, Mike's points as well. I'm a huge fan of when you can blend rock music with um, string sections or even horn sections. That's why like, I'm such a big fan of like, you know, certain artists, you know, like, with you know, Chicago and like the electric light orchestra and uh, Billy Joel, to some extent with some of his earlier stuff has horns and strings and all these different types of arrangements and stuff. Was, that's why I'm a sucker for that stuff. Um, but and with Def Leppard, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, they, they did have love and hate collide, which is, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's on here as well. Um, love and hate collide was a big, a big single for them. And it was, um, it did have that like that slower ballady like I shouldn't say ballad, but it had that vibe to it of like all right, this could be symphonic. And they, I I gotta tell you, the, the, I'm just gonna say it right up right now, the hysteria one really got me because hysteria is in my and it is like in my top thirty or thirty five songs of all time. Um, I love that song, and for whatever reason, the hysteria one worked for me. We'll, we'll get to that when we get to the track list. Yeah, uh, I from what I, I I do agree though it was, was stepping a better direction than Diamond Star Halos questionable still to this day 
Um, but yeah, I'm really happy that they moved in a different direction, probably following the response of some some of the fan base of Def Leppard's Diamond Star Halos. Now we're talking about uh, drastic symphonies. So, anyways, but that's my own initial impressions and whatnot going into this. And let's uh, let's go. Anything else? We're, we're, we're ready to go to the track listing, right? Yep. All right, cool. Hold on one sec. So ready the song ready to rate it. So I rate it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's like, I'm ready. I'm ready to rate it, baby. Let's go. Um, there's no, I mean, there's no Wikipedia page for. We're just gonna go off this though. Um, but for Drastic Symphonies, they had. Um... Oh boy, this is out of order. Oh no! Yeah, oh, like... it oh, is. Out like... of order. Ah! Mm. Technical difficulties already. <laughs> don't don't mind us. We're gonna make a Wikipedia page while we're here just to get this going. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. Oh, here we go. Mm. Here we go. On Def Leppard's actual website, don't sue us. Um, track, track listing as follows: Turn to Dust, Paper Sun, Animal, uh, Pour Some Sugar on Me, Hysteria, Love Bites, Goodbye for Good This Time, Love, Gods of War, Angels, in parentheses, Can't Help You Now, Bring It On the Heartbreak, Switch 625, Too Late for Love, When Love and Hate Collide, oh, it wasn't there, I forgot about that, uh, and Kings of the World. Uh, and it says the Divinal Bonus Track has have you ever needed someone so bad? Which is actually a really good track too. Um, Kyle, you want to go first again? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, cool. So, one of the first things I'll say about this is before I even touch on specific tracks, was a lot. Actually, a majority of these tracks I felt like had this weird problem, and I think it's on more on the production side than anything of the orchestra, the symphony really overpowering everything else that was happening at the time. Very questionable choice. Um, specifically on the first half to three quarters of the record, I noticed that it does get better toward the end. Uh, this is a very, very backloaded album for me anyway. Uh, I think Turn to Dust being, you know, taking a song from Slang and having that be the opener, a bit interesting. Uh, but here's where I was really like, the orchestration on this is really drowning everything out like any like instrumentation other than the orchestra happening here even the vocals were kind of a huge back seat it's not bad i was kind of a six on this one uh then you get to paper sun again weird weird opening to me having two relatively less popular songs kick off the album the mix is a bit better Vocals are good. The gang vocals are great. Um, very nostalgic feeling. The seven animal. This is the first, I believe, lead single from the record here. Um, one of my favorite Def Leppard songs, but the arrangement doesn't work for me. Uh, this again, the symphony just kind of overpowers everything else going on. I wouldn't revisit this version. Four out of ten. And then we get to the biggest travesty I think they've ever done in their entire career biggest misstep of all time in their career and that's this weird pour some sugar on me stripped down version uh i'm sorry this doesn't work my exact notes on this was what the fuck uh <laughs> this is not what i wanted on this i was actually excited because like all right we have actually like a rock and song coming up next let's see what they do with it and they went this weird ballad route for one of the most fun and cheesiest 80s, song, 80s songs of all time. And you take it and try to turn it into a sappy love song. It does not work. It does not work at all for this track. This is a 2 out of 10. But like, but 
I have to interject. Uh, what? So if it says strip version, does that mean there's another version, or is that just a kind of like a side note to you that they stripped it down for this album again? Uh, and there is no other version because, like, to say version means never... like uh, from. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. have never heard a stripped version of it. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist somewhere. I'm honestly not sure, but this is the first time I'm hearing it like this and awful, terrible. Right. Two out of 10, biggest misstep in, for me. Uh, then we get to Hysteria, which I thought was really good. Uh, this went to like an eight. Again, it's not one that I would revisit over the original, but it's an enjoyable listen. Love Bites, uh, never been my favorite. Def Leppard song. I do enjoy it, but this one kind of had the same problem, the symphony drowning things out. Uh, this was definitely too long. Six out of ten. Goodbye for good this time. Questionable choice to put two tracks from the latest album on here, uh, especially when only one track from Pyromania was represented. Uh, so this one just did not do anything to the song that wasn't already done on the uh, previous release. Three out of ten. Didn't like this one then. Don't like it now. Uh, Love, incredibly boring. This is the worst two-run track on the album. Uh, incredibly boring, corny, sappy, lame, repetitive. Doesn't do anything. Three out of ten again. Gods of War takes a step up uh, again. The symphony kind of like distracts and detracts from this. Could have been brought up some more if it was a little bit shorter doesn't really go anywhere for the runtime six out of ten again angels can help you now didn't like it then don't like it now it's a middle of the road track <laughs> didn't do anything to it five out of ten then we get to kind of the turning point in the album for me with bringing on the heartache or bringing on the heartbreak kicking that off i prefer the song without the symphony uh so it did bring it down a little bit because this is where i still has that problem where at some points it worked, but then at other points it didn't work for me. and It was a little too overpowering. 8.5 though. Best to up until this point. And then here's where kind of, uh, you know, pun intended here, but switch, uh, switch 625 actually is kind of the switch in the album for me when it comes to the orchestrated parts in that from here on, I don't feel like, anything gets drowned out. I feel like this is where the things started to actually click together and work. Um, you know, this is just an instrumental, but it's faster paced. This is kind of what I was looking for and hoping for on the release. So I got an eight on this one. Uh, then it goes to, which I didn't know this was a bonus track at all, but have you ever needed someone so bad? Because this is on the Spotify version. Uh, that's where I listened to it. Um, this was out of my there are two that scored a nine this was one of them this was actually very good it, the symphony works well here it's very well done it keeps the heart the original and actually adds to it a bit so nine out of ten too late for love again just the original is better it's it has nothing to do with the orchestra on this one actually it's just not ever been one of my favorite Def Leppard songs so like the original one's probably only a seven. This one about a six. And then we get to my next two. When Love and Hate Collide, really great ballad. The orchestration works great on this one. Very well done on all parts. It's not a groundbreaking song or anything, but it's nice. Eight, 
And then I think the perfect one in the album, my second nine on here, Kings of the World, perfect blend on this one. This is, I feel like, the best that they did with incorporating the two sounds together. It's like a triumphant ending. It doesn't quite hit that 10 material, but as an album closer and as finally things starting to fully blend and work together, I feel like this was it. If the whole album sounded like this and swapped out some songs, it could have been much better for me, but this is a nine overall it has its production problems i think it's a step in the right direction from what i wanted but man it starting with the symphony just punching you in the face so often throughout the first half and detracting from anything else going on just brought a lot of it down for me all right mike do you want to go or do you want me to go uh you go for it all right cool um so Relooking at the track listing, actually, I just want to say right up front: the, if you listen to it on Spotify, it's like an hour and what twenty-two minutes hour or whatever. 20, yeah, something yeah. like that. It's long, so I mean, forgive me. I mean, it, it took me like a day or two to just get through it, and, and a, a couple of times over to listen to it. But I finally got to it, and I'm all set. Anyways, I I look at this, and I can't really. When I, when I listen to an album, I, I don't ex, I don't always expect to listen to like a flow of songs, like, you know, like a one song kind of segues into another kind of like just, you know, like this one goes to the next one. This one goes to the next one. And and to me, I can really just pick and choose which ones I that stood out to me the most on here compared to um, compared to like the more obscure tracks on here, like than um, than other ones. So like so starting off with Turn to Dust. And Paper Sun, I, to, to the, I never even heard of Turn to Dust until I listened to this. So I have to go back and listen. To, that's on slang, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Okay. I got to go back and listen to that track because I only know Paper Sun from that record. I gotta, I gotta be listening to that for. I haven't listened to it in a long time, but um, it's just questionable. When I, when I when I first saw the track, I was like, "What is this song? Why haven't I heard this? Is it a cover?" Like I was questioning stuff. But Turn to Dust and Paper Sun are just not. They don't resonate. With, they didn't really resonate with me that much, so they I didn't really care enough for them. Um, Animal, I mean, I appreciate the inclusion of some hysteria songs on there. Uh, four right there, back to back. Um, but Animal, I mean, it was good, but it wasn't like great. You know, it, it definitely could have been something else. Uh, pour some sugar. I mean, it's funny you guys mentioned this. I, I think Kyle mentioned this. I've only heard two other songs, two other versions of the song, and this is now the third version outside of the original. So really, there's four that I've heard in total. Um, there's the original version. There's actually an extended edition, uh, extended version on YouTube, and it's like instead of being at like four minutes and thirty seconds, it's like five minutes and fifty seconds, or whatever. I don't know if you ever heard that version. It's 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 like it was made in the '80s when they first recorded the song, but it's not. Um, it's not, it wasn't on like, uh, it was on like the, the, the hysteria, like 30th anniversary, super deluxe or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so there's that, uh, hearing this version, I was surprised they put this I mean, it, to me. Like I'm thinking to myself, if, you, if I'm Joe Elliott, I'm saying like, pour some sugar on me has to be on this record. How it didn't, it, I, I I'm not one to, you know, say this on, you know, on air, but like. Kyle, I completely agree with you. Like, you didn't need to include this one because it was too. I, I, I was in the same way when I read. It, I'm like, oh, I'm probably expecting, I'm so expecting some sort of like bombastic, symphonic, high energy track. And I, you're right, it just did not go anywhere for me either. 
Um, definitely not. When I, I would actually, I, 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 I didn't even like say, I, I didn't say what the f, but like, I, I turned it off. I was like, what is this? I literally turned it off. I paused it in my car, and I was like, what is this? It's not Def Leppard. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, questionable. Uh, but hysteria. Um, I prefer, as I mentioned, uh, I, I don't think I mentioned this yet, but hysteria is in my top. 30 or 35 it's, it's not in my top 25 but it's in my top 30 or 40 35 or 30 best favorite songs of all time it's like an honorable mention track i love that song off hysteria the, the um off the album in general it's a great the original track is great so uh, hearing this i was like all right this uh, so seeing that this was on there i was like all right i gotta hear it i gotta hear it and sure enough it delivered but it didn't deliver as much as i thought it was going to uh this version of hysteria was good but it wasn't like wow this is Incredible, like the, I, I didn't deliver as much as I thought it was, so that was kind of a misstep for me. But I still liked it overall, I, I wouldn't go back to it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, uh, Love Bites, I, it's more of a ballady thing, and they did add the strings to it, and then some, some excuse me, symphonic elements to it. Um, Love Bites, it was their only number one song on the Hot 100 back in the day, so I mean, I could, but also as a ballad at the same time, so I could see why they're like that. Um, well, why they did, why they included it, and then goodbye for good this time. I just forgot what the album this was on. I just, I, I completely forgot, and I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I hate to be that guy, but it's just like I, I just didn't care for it. Love didn't really care for it. Gods of War, I forgot was on Hysteria. I actually forgot that this one was on like the side two, of the vinyl or the CD or whatever, or the yeah. worst side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> if you go back and listen to Hysteria by Def Leppard. Side one is incredible. The only really mm-hmm. g- good song on side two is the title track, which, you know, me, I'm a title track sucker. Anyways, <laughs> um, oh, we're in complete agreement on that. Yeah, yeah it's completely uh, angels can't help you now. I just I, I had to go. I had I almost had to go back and listen to just the regular first song. Uh, I the first version it was all right. I mean, I wasn't wasn't like thrilled by it, whatever. Um, it's funny that they put bring it on the heartbreak and switch six to five together here as well as they did on high and dry back in 81 because those two songs segue together on um on the album you know it's a segue and i was kind of expecting something like that and, and it, it, it's it's all right i mean it was but i mean but bring it on the heartbreak though it's definitely a ballad i mean mariah i think mariah carey even covered it at one point if i'm not mistaken i don't even know i i heard a version heard like a solo piano version that she did or Someone did at one point by that. I was like, oh my God, what are they doing? <laughs> um, I could see why they included it. It was all right. It wasn't great. Switch, uh, switch 625. It's just there in my opinion. Uh, but Too Late for Love, good tr- good song, a good original song. This one was a little bit too like, not too symphonic. That's not a word, but like not too symphonic, but just like, it was just there. It was good plus. I'll, I'll put it that way. Uh, and when Love and Hate Collide, I totally see why they included this. The original track has that kind of like string section in it already, but they, I guess they just redid it for this one. And Kings of the World, I had never heard the original song until now. I have actually went back to that one as well. So that was was actually pretty good too. Uh, and Have You Ever Needed Someone So Bad? I actually had this from 1992's Adrenalize. I have that on vinyl from Venezuela in my record collection. So Mike, next time you come over, you got to see it. <laughs> and you too, <laughs> but um, I, I love I love the song. Uh, this one I I didn't get to it, but I just want to share shed some love on it. It's a great song from a great album called Adrenaline, which Lewis has like "Let's Get Rocked" and 
you know, and obviously this ballad as well. Great song overall. Um, but yeah, for me, a lot of it, it didn't. Well, I go back to my original thing. It didn't flow as much as I thought it would. I thought it would be a lot more like, more like cohesive. I guess the word you could say is. But it was a very a little all over the place for some of the parts of it. Oh, we'll, we'll get to our rating yeah. a little bit, but very much like in a similar vein as Kyle with some uh, differences. But I know Mike loved this record. I know Mike thought this was the greatest thing since Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs> yeah, that's it's the best ever. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> it was interesting to kind of come into this and uh, and I kind of like feel like kind of agree with Kyle in the sense I feel like they didn't exactly um, think this one through very well when it came to like what songs they were going to pick and how they were going to present them. I feel <clears throat> it almost feels experimental up until about halfway through the album. Like, hey, wouldn't it be fun to do a version of this and then oh like we're gonna do some real epic intro to this song even though this is not really a song probably people want to hear and then oh like we're gonna do this one this way and and now like it feels very confused like it's not sure exactly what kind of orchestration it wants to provide for each song and if it's going to work and then like eventually it brings it all together towards the end and it's definitely backloaded for sure and like um you know so i'll start with my worst um obviously pour some sugar on me was one of the worst things i've heard like i was playing it in the living room and uh my girlfriend and i were listening and going the hell is this like is this a joke like the lyrics are 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 funny and they're doing it almost in a way like you watch like the movie like old school he's singing like a a sappy love song but swearing during it like i almost expected them to start cursing during it or doing something funny it felt like a skit on a comedy show. Um, out of ten, I like something on SNL. Of so what? I, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like, um, you know, some karaoke singer decided to do a a, a like love version of a of a funny song and 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 get everybody, you know, bum them out or something, <laughs> even though the song's supposed to pump you up. Um, so I did a I did a different thing for this album. I did a rating for the song as a with the orchestra and the song together and then a second rating for just the or how i felt orchestra accompanied the song um so uh yeah so it got a three out of ten or three out of ten for its rating and a zero out of ten for orchestra um working for that song for pour some sugar on me and then we'll move on to our our next worst uh song the, the open it really feels out of place um it just uh you know it has no kind of like uh just the orchestra parts like um you know they just don't belong in our in a song and then when the song comes on it's just like okay and then it just kind of comes back in the middle with a weird kind of orchestration it just did not fit um and it felt weird so it was a five out of ten and a five um for orchestra fitting in the song um that was their uh, like come up with oh yeah well, it it grunged. It didn't mm-hmm. grunge uh, the way it needed to grunge, and it and it just it didn't it didn't uh, uh, translate. Um, yeah, and then we'll kind of come up into uh, some of our sixes. Uh, um, you know, a God of War uh, was like a six point five. Um, I said, wish this track was heavier, pretty catchy vocals, and uh, and it works with the orchestra, but at times the orchestra felt 
sinister for this song um like a you had a glam rock feel in the middle but then like you have this like weird kind of sinister sounding orchestra that just an intimidating voiceover um in it that just did not fit um for that song um same thing with like uh love it has some cool orchestration alongside the solos but overall um it just isn't the greatest uh to uh accomplish uh for that song for the a ballady feel it just didn't um it just wasn't able to kind of blend the thing the two together um uh same thing for angels can't help you now yeah it's six out of ten it's just like the song really works with orchestra because it kind of feels like it's it was made for that but it's it's still not a song i i enjoy so it's like um it had that lullaby kind of quality to it um but it just feels strange for a Def Leppard song i think i said that last time i reviewed the album it came off of which was the the newest you know uh halo star or something i don't even remember the title yeah <laughs> i don't care to that's that's a, that's yeah, it just doesn't, it's not interesting, um, you know, and uh, yeah, um, kind of like um, back with my sixes here, Animal, um, it was a 6.5 out of 10, um, song needed drums, it freaking needed drums, and I understand what they're doing here, I understand what they're doing here, they're, they're doing a different arrangement where it feels like you're listening to a, a building momentum song like where the the or the violins are doing this kind of thing like it's a building kind of uh thing just to me felt like it lost the momentum of the song it, it, it surrendered it to um a kind of colorful orchestration but uh the song itself was drowned out by uh, the orchestra being the 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 front face here and and not getting a good um Blend. And that's too bad because I had the opportunity to be one of the songs that did better. Um, so yeah, those are kind of rounding out my uh, sixes. Um, and then we kind of move up into my sevens. And uh, actually, too late for love, actually as well. It's out of ten. Um, the pacing was weird for this one. Mm -hmm. um, reminds me of Animal, actually, where the orchestra arrangements are going for this epic feel, but ultimately stunts the development of the song. Um, the blending of the orchestra does, does not happen and um i agree with kyle there are times where the orchestra kind of drones out the song and you know like i'm all for orchestra but i'm also for like a good ending um and yeah that kind of rounds out my sixes then we'll kind of move up into uh, some of my sevens and eights um paper sun coming in the second track of the album uh 7.5 out of 10 I actually uh the integration of the orchestra worked for this one and damn you kyle stop agreeing with me like i i was like <laughs> I, we agree we're with back to this now. On this. It's just like something's wrong. Yeah, we're back to like, you know, like the front loaded out. It's back loaded. The front is kind of weak. Uh, the orchestra is drowning things out. Stop agreeing with the things I've already, you know, we didn't we didn't uh, rehearse this. Um, but uh, yeah, it's integrated well. It fits inside the drums as a dynamic to the music. That's mm -hmm. how you do it. Um, 7.5 out of 10, um, 10 out of 10 for the orchestra side fitting with the music. Um, so I like the song. It's nothing that uh, these ratings could be higher, but these songs don't just blow me away as a fan of the of the song. So like it's kind of you have like critiquing music from the stand of the music itself and then taking out if you like it or not. And then have do you actually like the music and find yourself listening to it again? And I feel like um, as we get to these songs, these are the kind of songs that I would listen to again. Uh, and uh, I felt did did it well. So 
kind of like you know it's it's weird kind of a deal then we uh, hysteria eight out of ten um orchestra buries the song here uh vocals uh, in the background at time feel a little over on the mix it's not a bad addition to the song it really could have used a, a re-record of the song um i felt like the, the song itself like the original um heart of the song is just kind of it just doesn't fit um you know it's still a great song it's just six out of ten for the orchestra side eight out of ten for the uh um song itself um and then uh you know uh love bites that's cool it's just a cool song um you know it's got that uh the orchestra actually adds a much needed element to the song um overall i'm not a huge fan of the pacing of the song but i do like the orchestra's um ad um uh and then we have uh coming down the list here um bringing on the heartbreak it was a seven out of ten for me orchestra once again um feels a little overbearing here again five out of ten for the orchestra fitting with the song um yeah this was this was this couldn't so much more and it felt like they i would have just really preferred to listen to the original on this one and almost did because i was just so disappointed um with that what it could have been um, and then uh, actually uh, coming to one of my higher rated songs, uh, Switch 625. It actually was a very instrumental orchestra, was really enhanced this. Great song, 9 out of 10, and it's a 10 out of 10 for the orchestra fitting in. And Kyle, like, once again, like, I was just like, this is cool. Like, yep. this is this is well done. This is what yep. this album needs. And it's, of course, coming in the uh, back end of the um, record. And, uh, you know, you kind of just like, this is where it needed to um, hit some real uh, high notes and then coming in for uh, When Love and Hate Collide and Kings of the, the World, both 8 out of 10. Good song. Remind me how orchestration is, is blended, how it should be done um, and how it needed to so bad for the rest of the album. Uh, Kings of the World, I love how just epic and sing-along this is. It's the thing the end of the album should have. It's almost a goodbye. It's almost like you know hopefully what we'll like kyle was saying we'll see from this band coming in uh um as they begin to kind of uh release new music maybe they're maybe they'll do us a, a part of this kind of thing like i was saying a little more like this is the rocking side and that was the uh this side uh you know it might be a little too late for that now but um they could still release a more rock and symphony album with some of the tracks they didn't pick um you know kind of coming into this uh into the the, ne the next era of their uh um of their music and uh yeah so i mean like uh ultimately uh it missed the opportunities opportunities it uh was given to kind of really do a cool orchestra blended rock album and sacrificed that for um some experimental things like that horrible portion of sugar the weird opener the animal feels like it the animal's dead there's no beat uh the turn to dust hopefully that's not um a, a metaphor for their career and you know, like i mean just like some of these weird songs in the beginning just like kind of like made you feel like this is what they're gonna do hysteria is like there but it's not what you want it to be um and then it starts to turn the corner and uh, and if you just get rid of angels can't help you now you get rid of uh you know, uh, the other song from that new album, uh, Goodbye for Now, uh, those two kind of stunt the middle. They're not horrible, but they're just like, you know, take them or leave them. Uh, it could have really 
uh, kicked ass here at the end of this thing and just made the whole second half just a real home run. But it, it's it's up and down, and it just uh, it misses some opportunities. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. Um, and any else with the track listing, guys? Or, or, or we all said to go to our rating? We'll just, yeah. No, I'm good to read it. All right, good. Uh, let's go Cargo first. Uh, can you just erase mm-hmm. what you drew on the screen ah. for a second? <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> I like how you X'd out the song. Uh, that's great. Like, like, Who needs that? Whatever. Who needs portion yeah. sugar? I mean, this yes. stripped down version, anyways. Yes. Um, Kyle, go, go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you off. So, uh, like I said earlier, I had problems with the production, <laughs> right? But my some of my biggest problems outside of that, I could overlook that if it wasn't for the weird song choice. So out of those three that I just crossed out, um, there was no need to have, you know, I'm sorry, I know they don't want they probably don't want to be a greatest hits, you know, career look back <laughs> retrospect retrospective band at this point. You know, they're still releasing music. But at the end of the day, doing an album like this with reimagined versions of your songs and putting two from the last album that just came out a year ago and only one from one of your biggest records with in my opinion your best record i mean i'm just gonna quickly rattle off some things that should have been on here in place of those three Uh, and then love i would have gotten rid of that i don't think that was necessary if instead of that they put on like from pyromania rock rock till you drop photograph uh, Die Hard, The Hunter, Fool, and Rock of Ages. Billy's Got a Gun. Half that album could have been so good on here. Even if you wanted to take like the slower songs, put like Fool and on there, something. Big misrepresentation there. Um, made the made the uh, pour some sugar on me. Did the real version of it and put symphony orchestra behind it. Would have been fine. <laughs> but with what it is, a lot of like swings and misses on here. Weird choices. And like me and Mike both agree on super backloaded. Like when you got to like switch 625 in like particular, that's when I feel like the orchestra really started to actually work with what was going on. Not to say there weren't good songs before that, but it was definitely more interspersed throughout some weird choices. Uh, Even putting anything from slang on here, you know, turn to dust being the opener, weird, weird choice. Why pick that from the album that is, known through everyone to be the album that you don't talk about from Def Leppard. <laughs> but it is what it is. <laughs> um, I do honestly think it's a step in the right direction, even though these are all old songs for the most part. There's nothing new on here, really. But I think it's a step in where I'd like to see them go. Uh, it's a 6 out of 10 for me. It's a step up for sure from the last album. Uh, I wish it went a little more into I see Mike's uh, <laughs> I either am giving it too high of a score <laughs> or exactly what Mike is giving it. Um, but yeah, oh. six out of 10, definitely better. <laughs> the vocals are actually really good. I think the vocals are way better than the last album. I don't know if it's studio magic. I don't know if he just really gave more into this performance. Um, it, it could have been their S and M, but it just kind of missed the opportunity. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I compare it to other bands that have done, um, like these orchestrated concerts, uh, you know, your Metallica, they did the SM thing twice. And I think that 
both of those were better. Uh, Kiss did it, and I think they did it better. Even Bring Me the Horizon did it, and they did it very well. So in terms of where it lands in regard to other uh, you know, collaborations, it's probably my least favorite. Having said that, there's some songs I would go back to 6 out of 10. Mike loved it. Oh, he gave it the same exact rating Hell as yeah. me. Kyle, you freaking suck. Uh, I had a 6.5, but I did my I did my usual deduction uh, because of the lack of cohesion, so it deducted a half a point. I was going to have a, exactly 6.5, but then I was like, all right, let's go 6. Um, drastic Symphony, more like Drastic Misopportunity. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really, that's like, it's it, it, it really, it did not, uh come forward with it was it was confused and uh unable to really kind of decide what it wanted to do until um the end maybe because the songs they picked actually were were would work well and then the other ones it just it just felt very kind of like um like they were just bored with um the original songs and wanted to try some weird you know uh, you know, mix-ups and uh, just ch- song choices. Try to be more like, like, yeah, look how, uh, look how we've dug deep in our catalog and reinvented these songs, breathe new life to them. And it's like you're looking at them, going like, dude, get back on the stage and play the things everyone wants to hear. Like, don't be over here trying to capture some magic that doesn't exist. Like, you can't capture magic that is, is not there and uh that's essentially what they were doing they're trying to you have an orchestra cannot breathe life into something that kind of really didn't have any um so like you know and i think that's what they were going for with a lot of these different songs and the songs that are good and that the orchestra fit alongside weren't in by those uh the orchestra it just fit with it you know what i mean like it wasn't like man i couldn't imagine this song without now it was just more like that orchestra fit and did a decent job like but it just didn't uh complete the picture it didn't bring the um everything to you know, get together it, it, you know it just like it just it's just a missed opportunity so um yeah six out of ten for me uh definitely needed new song choices definitely needed it like jt said a new arrangement of songs that flow together because uh, a lot of the time i just hear a song like uh, from one song to the next it didn't feel like uh, those songs um, accompanied each other like or like you know it just felt like I could just skip past and rearrange it for them and and, and it would be even better but um, yeah not horrible it's listenable it's something I could put on and you know ultimately uh, forget some song and uh, tune in for others but yeah 6 out of 10 uh, is pretty much uh, where it's at well I think I think this might be the first time this has happened on this show. Oh no. Oh yes. Uh I'm not as quite I'm I'm very very divisive right now for lack of a better word. I didn't hate what I heard, but I didn't love what I heard. I didn't necessarily think it was, you know, Jordy or 5 seconds of summer, you know, 5 sus 5. But I, I didn't think it was like Fleetwood Mac's Rumors or ACDC's Back in Black. I didn't think it was, you know, very, very, very in the middle. I'm actually giving it, and I can't believe I'm saying these words. I am the villain. I'm giving this a 5.75 <laughs> yes. out of 10. Yes. You heard it here the first. first time ever. Yes. you yes. Heard it. I, There were things I liked, and there was things I did not like. But the things... 
that mm. I didn't like just kind of out just like by the slightest amount outweighed it for me a little bit, but I'm going to get a 5.75 out of 10. Wow. It feels good to be bad mm. now, doesn't it? it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this could be the turn of the, this could be the new JT uh, that comes in and just uh, hates on everything. You just like rip things to shreds, even stuff that you think you're going to love. You're just like, hate it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, like, I, I mean, I thought I was really going to like this. Cause like I said, I love me some Chicago with like their strings and their horns and I love yellow, like with their strings yeah. and some of their horns here and there. Like I'm, I'm not opposed to that sound, but when you get, you get a track, like pour some sugar on me, which is a great song. And then you do what you did to it on this record. Mm-hmm. You're like, crap. <laughs> what yeah. happened? You murdered, like, what? murdered what happened? it. And for the name, like, for the sake of way. like, in a way it kind of takes skill and it's kind of impressive that you can take a song that I would generally give, like an 11 to like that's one that in my opinion the best songs of all time iconic yeah. song take that and go all the way down to it too it takes talent to do that like and in a serious way yeah like if we went on like snl yeah. and did this in the background it was like a lounge singer kind of like joke or skit yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's funny but they put yeah. this out there thinking like people are gonna like this this is what people want to hear from us people want death leopard this guy. <laughs> The two oh, voices yeah. didn't fit together. The way he was doing oh. this, like, <laughs> like, and she was trying to go on top of that. It felt like, yeah, it felt like a horrible joke where someone's actually trying to do a bad karaoke version of of a sappy song of a rock song and try to just compl- like Kyle said, like, how bad can I be? Like, next to saying some like crazy things in the middle of the track that are just like um were racist words or something to get like everybody upset at them like that could have been another way to like turn it into like real like uh um avant-garde like techno track with like you know like just say random words during it you know like that would really would have brought it to a zero but they just didn't want to go full full on nosedive it was like a you know gradual nosedive <laughs> it was like yeah. a, he, he, here's a plane but, yeah kudos to them yeah, pour some, pour some sugar on it. Pour some sugar on it. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like not getting. It's like slowly, like it goes down after it has fun. If you catch my drift, good for you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Pour some I, sugar not... on you, and then throw some fire ants on me because they love <laughs> that sugar. You know, that's it. I was gonna say something, but I won't. But that's it. Uh, anyways, you, you guys heard our yeah. you guys heard our ratings here. We got six out of ten, six out of ten, and I am the villain tonight. I'm a five point seven five on this. Yeah, I, thank you, everyone. I'll be here all year. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, ultimately, this oh, was Kyle's a, raising a hand. Oh, Kyle's no, raising. Clapping. He's clapping. Oh, clapping! Raising your hand, and it was like, "Hallelujah!" Uh, oh my yeah. god! So we have but, to spin um, the wheel. Yes, the wheel, we gotta spin right? the. I think you're all you're all set. Whenever you're ready, you can spin it. So we're spinning the wheel now. About what is our next album? We're going to discuss next. There's only three picks left. Oh my god! And two of them are Kyle's, right? Woo! Oh, only one's mine. Oh, that's right. We have oh, any three of us, right? Oh boy, here we go. The wheel is spinning. Boy. Land on Kyle's pick. 
Nope. Oh, what? <laughs> hey. Wow. So, so next week. Winner. Next week is my pick. It's Band on the Run from Paul McCartney. I'm I'm excited because, you know, I, I don't know if you guys know, that album turns 50 this year um, in December. Wow. Nice. So that, I'm kind of yeah. glad that it landed. Sweet. I wasn't sure if we'd get to it, but hey, you know, there we go. Um, so next week is Band on the Run, an album that I was. It's an A. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm not going to spoil anything. Don't worry, everyone. It's all good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, mm. No, but next week's Band on the Run. Like, super excited about that. We'll have to see, and see what these guys have, these guys have to say as well. Thank you so much for watching, listening. However, you enjoyed us tonight. If you like what you've seen here, subscribe to this YouTube channel. If you like, if you, like you, if you like what you've heard here. Follow our podcast form as well. We're on all on all platforms. And if you, if you haven't checked out Q and A podcast, this guy down here, Kyle the Q Man, <laughs> this guy is a killer man on um on podcasts. He is just, just casual conversations with his buddy Stephen. I cannot emphasize that they did such a great job down there. So give yourself a round of applause. Can you give us a Little, uh, taste of what's uh, the what the uh, episode currently is about, Kyle. Or is it, is it, uh, yeah, the latest yet. latest episode is actually we had a bit of a band reunion. We had um, three fourths of our old high school and early college band, and we kind of just reminisced about the old days of being in a band and kind of the history of nights all of nothing, that. Uh, nights of nothing, all the way to present day. So. Uh, wow. A couple of bands across there too. Nice. nice. No one so looked up nights of nothing. Terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> so it's almost the worst. it's almost a terrible name is Green Day. I'm just kidding. What? It is a terrible, oh. terrible name. <laughs> no, it's all right. Two albums. <laughs> one album is good. One and a half. I like it. Don't worry. Uh, no, we gotta wrap this up. So thanks so much for watching, listening. However you enjoyed us, stay safe, take care, and we'll see you guys. Next